Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. The Chicago Bulls rally in a major way in this victory over the Houston Rockets. This was a game in which uh, left much to be desired most of the game. The Bulls uh, were down most of that game. They took the lead back in the fourth quarter after not having the lead since the opening minute of the game. All the big three showed up in a major way in this game. Zach Levine leads the way again with 36 points. DeMar DeRozan also chips in 27. And Vooch has 18 and 11 in a game that was important for the Bulls as they continue trying to march to that playing spot. We're going to talk about it. We're going to break it all down. We're going to have some fun. You guys know how we do on the post-game show. But first, we got to play that winning intro, though. Let's get it. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central. All right, the Chicago Bulls take care of business in a game that I know on paper the Bulls should have absolutely won this game. They should have won this game by double digits. But if you guys watch this game, this was a a tough game for the Bulls. The Bulls were down the majority of this game. They took the lead down a couple of times in the second quarter. They did it again in the third quarter, and the Houston Rockets just kept marching back every single time the Chicago Bulls got a lead. But the difference that uh, that uh, the Bulls made in this game, the defense. And Patrick Beverly was a huge part of sparking the Bulls team to this victory. Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan, Nikola Vucevic, they're going to get uh, their lion's share of the credit. But let's talk about Pat Bev to start off this post-game show. Six for seven was Pat Bev in this game. Ten rebounds, five assists, one block, and 16 points. He had the highest plus-minus of any player and that just shows the impact that Pat Bev had. People asked in the halftime hangout and in the pregame show, is, are the Bulls going to keep Patrick Beverly? And when you when you have a player that's playing like this, that's sparking wins, that's, that's being the edge that the team was missing so much this season, there's a high probability of that. But tonight, Pat, uh, Pat Bev just played the way that he needed to play, and he was the spark. But let's also talk about the big night from Zach Levine. He goes 14 of 26 from the field, 36 points, nine rebounds, five assists, one steal, one block, four turnovers. We need to get that down some. And he has a positive plus minus of plus 10. Zach Levine played a great game today. They got him in rhythm. There were times where he just hit big shots. He kept this, this Bulls team from it being an even bigger deficit than what it was the majority of the game. And DeMar DeRozan also coming on big for the Chicago Bulls. Not shooting the best tonight. He was 9 of 21, but he still chips in 7 rebounds, 5 assists, 1 steal, 1 block, and 27 points. And then Mr. Reliable himself, Nikola Vucevic, 7 of 15 with 18 points, 11 rebounds, 6 assists, 1 steal, 1 block, the stuff in the stat sheet. Patrick Williams didn't have the offensive game that I would have wanted to see for Patrick Williams this game. He played some solid defense. Only 23 minutes from him, but this is a game in which I can understand why he was not on the court in crunch time because Alice Caruso and Pat Bev just had it going. But Patrick Williams with, th with only three points in this game. Andre Drummond, though, with a big game. 11 points in 14 minutes off the bench. Five rebounds as well for him. He has the majority of, uh, the, he had 11 points. The bench as a, as a whole only scored 17 points. So that just showed you what Andre Drummond brought 
brought to the game today. The Chicago Bulls shooting over 51% from the field, 25 assists on 44 made baskets. That's over half their, their buckets were assisted on. That's what we need from this team. The Chicago Bulls also having 13 offensive rebounds and five of those alone coming from Patrick Beverly. That is how he dictated this game and helped the Bulls just bring the energy, get extra possessions, 13 offensive rebounds, and five of those coming from your starting point guard. That's huge. 6'2", 180 pounds is Pat Bev, and sometimes we forget that with the way that he plays, and he he balled out today. He was a big part of the Bulls' win today. We also had seven steals in this game. We uh, had 14 turnovers. We still had less turnovers than the Houston Rockets. And this was a game where the Bulls matched the Houston Rockets' three-point shooting. The Houston Rockets were 16 of 34 for 47%. The Chicago Bulls were 15 of 32 for 40 for 46%. And and usually, if this was if this was going to be a game, or, or how the Bulls usually are when they have only like six, nine of uh, three-pointers as a team, we would have lost this game handedly, right? But again, as I've been talking about, the simple math: three is more than two. The Chicago Bulls and DeMar DeRozan took three three-pointers and made two of them in this game to DeMar DeRozan, which is crazy. Uh, but we 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 had the three-point shooting that we need. We had the offensive rebounding that we need. We shared the ball. We didn't necessarily take care of the ball the way that I would have liked us to. But again, the Bulls did the things that we needed to see from this team. They did the things that separated, uh, separated us uh, in this game. And now we are back in the 10th spot. In the, in the playing race, and the Bulls have to just keep playing like this. And this has been, you know, when I've talked about and say that, you know, I have my doubts about the Bulls being able to make the play-in, is because they're going to need to play with this heart night in and night out. And they have just not shown over the season the ability to keep the foot on the gas for that extended amount of time. But, hey, the Bulls took care of it today. They're 5-5 five and five in their last 10. They're on a two-game winning streak. Every other team in the play-in right now is on a losing streak. So this is for the this is the time where the Bulls can make their move and they need to make their move. So let's see what this team can do down the stretch. Let's see if they can keep up the good vibes and the good and and just everything going on. But this team is playing like a different team. It, it you can tell it, you can feel it, you can feel the energy. This would have been a game earlier in the season that the Bulls would have got down on themselves and it would have took them out the game. They did not do that this game. They stayed with it. They, they, they answered every run that the Houston Rockets ran and kept that game close, and then eventually came in the fourth quarter. They just executed better on both sides of the ball than the Houston Rockets did in, in the fourth quarter of this game, and that's why the Bulls won this game. Great game from Zach Levine. Good game from Nikola Vucevic. Good game from DeMar DeRozan to just get what we needed down the stretch, playing together, sharing the ball but Pat Bev is probably the MVP of this game. And I know that's crazy when Zach Levine scores 20 more points than Pat Bev, but Pat Bev is definitely the MVP of this game for me, just in the way that he played, the way that he executed. I loved every single bit of it, and that's what we need from this team. So let's go ahead and get into you guys' comments. We're going to go into the chat now, see how you guys feel about this win. This Bulls getting a dub, which we needed, man. Let's go ahead and get into it. Uh, let's go. The defense locked in right when it needed to. Absolutely, bro. A tallow in the building says, Steph uh, Steph Bev, four for five. That's funny. Bev Bev, four for five. That's crazy. 
Um, Melvin says, frustrating ass win. Good, good, terrific defense the last five minutes, though. Yes, they kicked it in, in that defensive intensity in the last five minutes of the game, and we needed it. Uh, Austin G says, we won against a terrible team. Pinch me, I'm dreaming. And listen, I'm just glad the Bulls took care of business, brother. When Debo took that three, I started to scream, what are you doing? Uh, but mid-sentence, he hit it and shut me up. That's from Illusional. Hey, man, I was right on, right there with you, bro. Basically the same exact thing. Same exact thing. Uh, that was an ugly game. Yeah, that's that, that. Hey, but listen, we got the win. We haven't won a lot of ugly games this season. So if the Bulls can continue to do this, we'll see what that means for them in their play-in race, right? Melvin, I like Vooch stepping up in the third quarter. Hey, Vooch, I, I will say this. Vooch hit some key threes in the game as well when we needed some threes. This was an overall very solid game from Nikola Vucevic. Um, there, there was a little questionable. That first half, I won't lie, that first half left a lot to be desired when it came from the Chicago Bulls and the way they played in that first half of that game. But they turned basically all that around, and they turned it into a, into a win. And that's what we needed from this team. So shout out to them. Silencer says, uh, yo, Hayes, how you feel about tonight? I think I already said it with my with my opening intro, man. I'm happy that the Bulls got it done, man. Evan Lick in the building says, I would say worst win of the season, but the Pistons game did happen. Yeah, that's that's a fact. That is definitely a fact there, bro. Uh, Melvin says, uh, Pat Bev earned his stay next season. Oh, he more absolutely did that. Absolutely did that. Livewire Sports in the building. Uh, what's going on, fam? Glad to have you back in the building. Cannon Peacock, a great win, the Pat Bev effect. It's just the team playing well, man. Playing as a team, not letting it get away from them. DeMar DeRozan is starting to piss me off, man, because Nikola Vucevic was the person that you should have going too early in this game, and he started going one-on-one. Listen, it, it is what it is, bro. I'm not saying you're wrong. It is what it is, though. Uh, Patrick Williams, Kobe White, Io DeSumo combined for six points and zero rebounds. That cannot happen. Well, it can happen, and it did happen, and luckily the Bulls were able to overcome it. But, yeah, we definitely need more production from the role players overall. Um, yeah, this was the, this was a night where, listen, it, it, it was a tough night from the bench if it wasn't for Andre Drummond. Zachary Grimma says that shit was clearly out of uh, Singoon. Uh, what, what were the refs watching? Uh, man, listen, I, I, I think keep in mind that the original call was that it was out on the Bulls. So if they can't have a, if they don't make a conclusive decision based off the replay, um, then they have to go with that original decision. Now, do I think it should have been out on Singoon? Yes. But I'm also a Bulls fan and maybe I'm a little bit jaded by that. But listen, if we would have got if we wouldn't have won this game, that would have become the story. Right. But luckily, we still hey, we, we took care of business. Bulls Daily says, too close for comfort, but I'll take it. Listen, a win is a win. At this point, we just need wins. It don't matter how it's going to get there. Uh, Damien says, sup, Hayes. Missed y'all in the pregame at halftime. Uh, was on the phone for a while. Hey, bro, it is what it is. We're glad to have you in the building. Hopefully you got to see the Bulls win. Play of the game, Pat Bev. His defense, his offensive rebounding, his hustle, and timely three-point shots. That is absolutely on point from Brandon L. Jett there. We do not win this game without Bev. Zach having to play 43 minutes tonight is a problem. We have to be able to put teams away. Well, I mean, you have to be in the lead to put teams away, right? The Bulls were fighting back all this game. And, yeah, that presents its own problem. I I, just, I want to be clear. I'm not saying that that isn't a problem. But, yeah, I mean, it's hard. We weren't in a position to put them away. And then when we were in a position to put them away, we did it handily. Like, once the Bulls got that four-point lead, we didn't look back at that point. And you, you can tell that the Bulls players had a level of confidence about them leading into that and after that, that they just weren't going to give up the game. After the Bulls got that four-point lead in the fourth quarter, 
I, for one, for once, wasn't worried anymore. I literally was like, oh, the Bulls got this because of the energy that they had, right? The energy and how Pat Bev was playing, man. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, that's how I feel on that one. Tony says, sad seeing every young team have better young talent than we do. Uh, I mean, that. but the thing is, is that those young players, they have to play, right? They have to take shots. So it's built up their confidence. I think, if, for example, if when we drafted P-Will, we drafted him and we were just a terrible team and he was able to get – 16 shots tonight regardless I think Patrick Williams would be in a completely different spot right now but he came to a team he was his rookie in a rookie year that they made a trade midseason and then his second year he got hurt but that team already had expectations and made it made a whole bunch of trades but I do think that if Patrick Williams was in that position and Dalen Terry for example too we'd be seeing completely different the fact that this team is trying to make a playing spot has definitely taken away some of that from the young players so uh, Shay says, hey, you notice that Patrick Beverly is starting to make Zach Levine a better player all around because he's starting to take much more better shots. Well, he's not making him a better player, but he is helping put him in, in better situations. That's what your point guard's supposed to do. And Pat Bev is helping that with everyone. Like, I, we've been a much more efficient offense with Pat Bev running it. Uh, our Ben sucked ass this game. Drummond got a pass, though. That's funny. Yeah, Drummond gets the pass. He's the only one that gets the pass. Chat, thank y'all for getting Hay, uh, letting Hayes hit 11K. Hit that like button. Yeah, man, thank you to everyone for us hitting 11K. Uh, we just keep hitting the hit, hitting the numbers here, man, and I appreciate that. We're steady growing. We haven't stopped growing at all, um, and I appreciate you guys for that, man. It, we're on a road to 20K, I guess is what we're going to call it. We, it's going to be a minute before we're there, but road to 20K. 20K, here we come. J-Max says, Pat Bev told him this is how good luck, uh, good gut check win. Yes, man. Yes, love seeing that from Pat Bev. He is the energy that we needed on this team. Uh, Zach Levine been on a tear. Zach Levine is playing like this is max level Zach Levine type play, and that's what we need him to play uh, to start off next season and to end this season. Yes, sir, Hayes, Bulls back in the play-in 10 place. Yes, we're back in the 10 spot for uh, the play-in race. Bench was awful outside of Drummond, and Rockets could not miss in the third. Bulls pull it off. Hey, how many how many times have we been able to say the Bulls pull out a gut check win, right? And I know it sucks. It sucks that we're, you know, we, we can probably count on one hand how many times we've done it. But we're doing it now, and let's hope that we can keep it going on from now until the end of the season. Damien says, it helps when Houston is one of the teams that blows leads over 10 points in the second half. Can't overlook that. Yeah, but you can't overlook that the Bulls are also one of those teams, Right? Let's be clear. The Bulls are absolutely one of those teams themselves. So, yeah, it is what it is. But our defense ratcheted up in the in the, in the uh, fourth quarter, and we needed it. Uh, so happy for the Bulls. Prove them haters wrong. What's good, Hayes? What's going on, Jello? Glad to have you in the building. Matt, uh, hey, Mingo with the super chat. What's going on, Mingo? Glad to have you in the building. He says, Pat Bev says, what the F you talking about? Absolutely. Pat Bev came in here and made the difference today. Definitely MVP of the game for me. Michael Galileo says on fast break, Zach DeMar need to stop passing the ball at the very end. Passing the ball early keeps the defense more honest and off kilter. I mean, regardless of when you pass the ball, it's just making the right pass, making the smart pass, making a crisp pass, making sure you put the pass in, in the place where your other, where your player could get it. I think there is a spot for late passes to help catch defensive defenses off guard, but we just, we, we don't execute those always the best, but I definitely feel and agree where you're coming from as well. Hokage Obama. Says uh, Patrick Beverly, masterclass performance. He Listen, he showed every bit of what he has, man. Hayes, do we know why Drum went into the locker room for a bit there in the second? I think he twisted his ankle. I, I heard Stacey King say something about it. I don't remember what it was because he came back. So um, hopefully nothing nothing too bad there. 
probably just rolled an ankle or something if I had to imagine. So Lance Parker says uh, those back-to-back upcoming games against Philly next week are going to be huge. Yeah, I mean, I, I said it. The schedule from now basically until the end of March isn't the easiest schedule in the world. We got this game with Houston out the way. We have Sacramento, Minnesota, Miami, two games against Philly, Portland, and the Lakers, and the Clippers, and the Lakers again, and Charlotte Hornets. That was a, That's our schedule left to end March. And keep in mind, we only played till April 9th. Most of those games are against playoff or play-in teams. So the Bulls have... They have, and I've said it before, like I have my doubts on the Bulls' ability to make the play-in. But if the Bulls do make the play-in, they would have had to play such good basketball against playoff teams that I think they'd be priming in a great position in that play-in tournament if they do make it there because they got a, they got a difficult schedule coming up. So let's see how they do. Uh, you were right. Uh, this is from Tony. You were right, Hayes. Zach has low IQ passing up an easy layup for a missed three-pointer. But all kidding aside, that DeMar bad alley-oop cost him a 40-piece. But that's just my Zach fandom talking. I mean, no, Zach, we know Zach's basketball IQ is not the best, right? But that doesn't mean everything is his fault. There were a couple of times where the turnover was technically on him, but it's because he touched it last, and it was just bad passes. And that missed alley-oop, man, that was going to be nasty, bro. That was going to be nasty. Uh, quiet first three quarters, but we started firing on all cylinders in the fourth, defensively and offensively. Now the real battle starts in holding our playing spot or continue to rise the ladders. That's from Caesar. Completely agree with you, bro. Like this is this is the difficult stretch for the Bulls. I just went over the schedule. Next week and the week after specifically, you're going to be tough games for the Bulls. Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, we got Sacramento, Minnesota, Miami. All playoff or play-in teams. That's not going to be easy. And then you, next week we start off with two games against Philly on Monday and, and Wednesday. That's going to be difficult as well. So, like the Bulls, th- this next stretch, if the Bulls can come out of these next, what is what is it? These next six games, if they can come out three and three at the minimum, but if they can come out of those games four and two, the Bulls are going to be in perfect position to actually make a playing spot. But they have to go either split it. 50, uh, three and three over the next six games or ideally four and two over those next six games. If the Bulls can do that, I may be more confident on their ability to make the plan. So let's see. DJ Lovelace says, why is Pat Beverly getting more rebounds than Patrick Williams is terrible at his size? Well, you got to actually watch the game. There are a lot of long rebounds that they came to and Pat and Pat Bev came in there and and fought and like he stole some rebounds for some people. So it was a completely different type of game. And keep in mind, I tell you guys all the time too, Patrick Williams is not going to be in position to get a lot of rebounds because of where he is on the court and how Billy Donovan uses him specifically on the offensive side of the ball. But it kind of is what it is. Patrick Beverly followed up not only his shots, but other people's shots. A lot of people don't, a lot of players in the NBA don't follow up shots. Uh, DeMar has to keep shooting threes, in my opinion. Uh, he is way more than capable of making them, and it keeps uh, the defense honest and not so predictable. I mean, you got more faith than I do on on DeMar DeRozan's ability to hit a three-point shot, but I will say this. I, he he took care of business tonight from the three-point line. So um, Shea says, I'm not trying to be nitpicky, but Patrick Williams has to get back in the starting lineup. I love Allah. You love Allah? We're not talking about religion there, bro. Um, I guess you meant Caruso. Uh, Allah school. Okay, yeah, you definitely meant Alice Caruso. Uh, but some of these matchups, he definitely gets killed by the larger players, I guess is what you mean. Yeah, and it definitely happens. But, hey, this is Billy Donovan's new great toy with this lineup, and I don't think he's necessarily going to uh, move off of it. All right, Zachary, I'm letting you know right now. Leave that same comment again. I'm going to have to make you sit down, bro. 
I hope we can go into 10 and 15 to end the year and put us at 500. I think we can do it. Just need to lock in. That's a tall test, bro. But I mean, where do things have, have happened? King Kofu in the building says, uh, what up, hey, still at work, but looks like I, t I tuned in at the right time. Sounded like a home uh, for, uh, come from behind when uh, helps uh, develop winning mentality. Absolutely. Completely agree with you there, brother. Completely agree with you. Omar in the building says, that's what I call a heart, uh, call heart good win, fellas. Um, can't wait till they come out here in Dallas because I'm finna let see Red National let loose in the airlines, uh, American Airlines Arena, and can't no mass fan do nothing about it. That's hilarious, bro. That is funny. I can't wait to hear Pat's take on Lockton Bulls about Pat's play tonight, as well as how uh as well as how Pat played tonight. Uh well, we don't do locked on bulls on weekends, so you will not be getting a locked on bulls tonight, brother. Um, this is a young, inexperienced team uh, that the Bulls should feast off, especially on the inside. Houston had no rim protection, and the Bulls need to get the ball inside the Vooch more and Drummond. Well, listen, bro. Like, uh, like at some point, Black Prophet, let's take the win, bro. Like, like I get the critical thinking, and I appreciate the critical thinking. We need more critical thinkers. But at the end of the day, the Bulls got the dub, man. The Bulls got the dub. And Sengun definitely gives Vooch some trouble. Like, let's be clear there. Also, I feel like this uh, was low-key, really, really good win. The Rockets played out of their minds offensively and couldn't miss, and the Bulls, sorry, still found a way to dig deep and win on the road. Absolutely. Absolutely, bro. Matthew says, uh, my mom literally said Patrick Beverly is an animal. I would hate him if he wasn't on our team. That's the exact type of player that Pat Bev is. You love him when he's on your team. You hate him when he's not. DeMar is so 50-50 for this team, it's crazy. He either is helping us or pulling us down. I was a little bothered by some of his shots in the fourth. Mixed feelings about him, but you got to love him when he's on. Yep, that's great. Great way to phrase that there, brother. L in the building says, yeah, when we are knocking these tough teams out, if we can uh, if we can overcome these Rockets, the sky's the limit. Here goes L with his pessimistic ass, bro. I swear, it, it's the light-skinned people are so pessimistic this year. No, I'm just playing. L is my dude, man. I, I understand completely. Uh, Darius says, I'm going to say this now. Our defense is on the cusp of elite, but please, God, can we get the offense to play up to par? We could easily be a six seed. I mean, they're going to have to change the way that they do some things. They're definitely going to have to change the way uh, that they do a lot of shit. So we'll see. We'll see. Uh, in the offseason, they got some things that they need to address. That just is what it is, man. Uh, Malcolm says, Hayes, do we beat Sacramento? And what would it take to beat uh, them from your perspective? The same thing that it takes for this Bulls team every day. Defense. Efficiency from the offensive, uh, from shooting offensively, limit turnovers and get rebounds. That's the Bulls right now. Where they are is just simple, right? They have to play with heart. All the heart areas they play and do those things well, they can win against any team. We just got to see if they're going to actually do it. DMG in the building says Max Levine came to play again and Steph Bev shooting them threes. Also, I hope AC is okay. He rolled his ankle running into the cameraman. Yeah, he did, but I think he stayed on the court. I think I think AC is going to be okay. You know, AC is always in, at a stage of being banged up, so it is what it is, man. Yoselin in the building says the way this team has been playing lately is making me a lot more excited uh, to next Saturday's game against the Heat. Hey, next Saturday's game against the Heat is about to be litty. Um, so yeah, let's hope, let's hope, let's hope the Bulls keep it going, man. Levine is a keeper. Hayes, if the Bulls make the playoff and by a miracle, make a deep push, how will the offseason look in your opinion? That's from Hoven. It doesn't change anything. I've been saying this before. There's nothing the Bulls do that changes any, what needs to happen this offseason. And that is a drastic overhaul. That's not, not a, a re, not a blow it up, not go rebuild. They need a retooling and they need to balance out a lot of things on this roster. We have way too many guards on this roster. 
And I think that the the front office is going to have to insulate this roster against Billy Donovan's propensity to go small ball. They're going to have to add some size. They're going to have to add some shooting. They're going to have to add some rim protection. We're going to have to add some things. And by that, it means, and like I said before, it's it, your fate. One of your favorite Chicago Bulls, more than likely, is not going to be back on the team. Uh. What's going on, Rap God? Reloading says, good evening, Hayes. What's going on, fam? Glad to have you in the building. He's Instruments says, Hayes, great perspective, man. I, I, I be rapping a little bit from time to time. You know what it is, man. You know what it is. Shy uh, Bulls Podcast says, hey, man, get us the 3K subscribers. Now, go go over there and subscribe to Shy Bulls Podcast. My brother's the Kayak Boys over there hitting, hitting on 3K, man. <laughs> L says, you light-skinned, LOL. I know, man. This is one, from one light-skinned to another, man. <laughs> uh, people saying we barely won against one of the worst teams, but the NBA is more about matchups now. Rockets more athletic. Yeah, you know, people who say that are people who don't actually watch basketball. People who say that are the people who watch box score more than they watch actual basketball games. And that's a problem. So, you know, it is what it is there. Brandon Storball says, uh, I would like to meet Pat Bev. Black Prophet, I really think Lonzo is soft. Oh, damn. We call him Lonzo soft? Well, okay, I'm not getting into that one. Not getting into that one. What up, Hayes? This season was uh, has been so disappointing and make it hard, so hard to get excited when they win against a team we know they should beat. I mean, real one DC. Here's here's what I say. This this season has been disappointing, and I said at one point this season we believed in the losses more than we believed in the. Experience the thrill of March Madness. If you're still out on the hunt for a sports book to call home. Bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter the bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim the code BULLCENTRAL. But the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use the promo code BULLCENTRAL to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. Wins, and that was rightfully so because this of how this team played. We're starting to come out of that, and this team is playing better, and they just need to keep it going. We just need to keep it going, and that's it. I still have my doubts on this Bulls team making the playing tournament. I'll just be honest. But this, the way that they played these last two games and the way that they need to play over these next six games is going to is gonna tell a lot. And, and you know, I, I, I don't know how they're going to perform. I have my doubts. I have my concerns. But when they play like this, when they play like they did against Denver, it helps erase some of those concerns. It ultimately, it just comes down to the Bulls. And, and what level of heart they're going to play with for the remainder of the season. Because for the Bulls to have a considerable postseason run, they're going to have to be locked the hell in from now into the end of the season. They're going to have to play with a huge level of heart. And we'll see if they do that. We'll see if they do that. Um, thoughts on signing Nas Reed uh, to the MLE this offseason to be our sixth man to bring energy size and can do a little bit of everything. Here's what I'll say. It, I can't really answer that yet because it depends on what the we this was the year where I can understand the Bulls splitting their MLE between multiple different players because of what we have to do this offseason. I'm not mad at Nas Reed if he is the, the signing of the Bulls do. But we still then then we're going to have to trade quite a few players or work out signing trades for the players that we have that are free agents because we got some serious work to do. We got some serious work to do with this roster. 
Uh, shout out to Rap God for supporting everything we do. Hey, listen, y'all make sure y'all go and support them Cognac boys, fam. Gavin says, who do you think is better this season, DeRozan or Levine? Levine by far. Levine by far, and it, it especially how he's played post-All-Star break. But really, like I said, Levine has been playing much better since about mid-December. And DeMar just hasn't been the same DeMar. He just hasn't been. And that's okay, right? You should not be betting on a 33-year-old player to be the savior of your team when you have a 27-year-old max-level player. So there's not anything wrong with Levine being better than DeMar. He should be better than DeMar at this point. He should be better for the team. He's a three-level scorer. So we know what, what, what Zach can be when he's being efficient, and that is something that DeMar, while he can be efficient, he just can't score with ease the way that Zach Levine does when Levine's on. So I would say Levine, but that's what the answer should be at this point. That's what it should be at this point. Shout out Bulls Podcast. Shout out to Hayes for leading the charge with the Central Network. Listen, we we built a team, right? Here's what I'll say. The team that we have now is elite. When you look at the Kanyak boys, me, Big Kev, Steve-O, Ricky Fontaine, if he ever gets his head out of his ass and actually starts being a damn content creator he was meant to be, we got the best team, period. And that's what it is. And we're still looking for other people. We're still looking for somebody to cover the Blackhawks. Still looking for somebody to cover the Cubs and the White Sox. And so once we round out that team, listen, we unstoppable, fam. We unstoppable. That's what it is. Chi-Town for Life says, Hayes, what are your thoughts on Kobe White? I feel like his defense is much better, but his offense is very inconsistent. Oh, yeah, I've been saying that all season. The leap, Kobe White has improved every part of his game other than his shooting. Everything. When you look at his decision-making, his dribbling, the defense, uh, passing, um, he's better in all those aspects. The shooting has taken a, uh, taken a dive. But because he's shown that, ability to be a shooter and a scorer, I think that that's going to eventually come back. And so if it is, if, if Kobe White maintains what he has added to his game this season and that shooting comes back around, we don't need Kobe to be an 18-point-per-game scorer. If Kobe White can be a consistent 13 to 14 points off the bench for the Chicago Bulls with his playmaking, with his defense, and everything else that he's shown, that's one of the better bench pieces in the league. We just need to see him do it, and if he even is going to still be here after the season. I didn't get to thank you on the last live, but I appreciate you making me a moderator. Chicago Bulls Central has truly become a family platform, and I always look forward to joining the live streams. That's from Omar. Thank you, bro. Here's what I'll say. Thank you for being in the comments. Thank you for being, hey, funny as hell, because you funny as shit. Uh, um, so, yeah, just thank you for being a part of the platform, brother. We appreciate you. Uh, BL Jets, thank for everything, bro. You know, Brandon L. Jet is, is a big supporter. Silk Ron in the building says, Pat Bev bringing the energy we need. Absolutely, bro. Absolutely. Judy says, I'd cover the Cubbies for you. Hit me in the email. Hit me in the email. The Real Don P says, definitely interested in covering the baseball side of things. Hit me in the email. The email's in the description. Hit me in the email. Um, sort of off topic, but not surprisingly, Laurie has a good, uh, Laurie's not as good in the second half, uh, so his all-star was whatever. Plus, he's doing nothing in Cleveland either, but Laurie won't make an all-star team again. I mean, here's what I'll say about Laurie. Confidence does wonders for a basketball player. I won't say that Laurie will never make another all-star team, but I, I think some people, it's it's been one season. Let's see how he does over two, three seasons if he really puts it together. But I'm, I'm rooting for Laurie. I'm rooting for Laurie. I want to see Laurie Markkinen be the best player that he can be. Um, do you think the Bulls could make the playoffs this year and I and I will be able to get to get a ring? No. I, get a ring? A ring? We what? We talking rings? We still fighting for a playing spot. Come on, fam. Shout out to my big bro, man. This, this man crazy as fuck this summer is going to be wild, Bobby. Listen, hey, we putting in work, bro, and that's what I'll say. We are putting in work, and uh, 
Chicago sports coverage is in good hands. And I and I mean that because we A, we love the teams, we respect the teams, but there's not a lot of people covering the teams in the way and the manner in which we do it. And so, you know, and building this network now is what it is. And, you know, shout out to that. It's it's gonna be amazing. And so um, we're going to keep building it out. We're going to keep uh, performing. We're going to keep hearing from you guys. And we want you guys to be a, a, st- a part of it every step of the way. So um, we're taking over. We are taking over. And the way that I look at it is there's a lot of sports networks out there. There's a lot of bigger ones than us that we would never be able to match up with. But the passion, not many people can match the passion that we have for Chicago sports. So we're going to keep riding it out, man. That's it. All right, King Kofu says, yo, Hayes, what do you think about Billy D's chances of a coaching Texas next season? Rumor has it he's a top candidate. I haven't heard or seen anything like that considering he just signed a contract extension. I would say that that's probably highly unlikely. Um, that's just my opinion on it. Deshaun Fell says, I knew we were going to step it up in the fourth. We just need to stay consistent. Completely agree with you there, brother. Lester says, great job with the platform. Thank you, Lester. I appreciate that. I see race. What what are we talking about racist for in the in the chat? What is happening out here? What is going on? Hey, don't forget about link up with the bigs. They'll co- cover all teams on location. Don't forget about link up with the bigs. Oh, okay. Well, hey, we'll, 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 we'll rap about it. Roderick Johnson with the super chat. Thank you for supporting the channel at that level, my brother. I appreciate you, fam. I appreciate you. Hi, bro. How are you doing? This was a big win by the Bulls tonight, bro. Absolutely, Jimmy Sabrinsky. Glad to see you in the building as well. Stefan uh, says, love the new intro. Well, that's only the intro music we play on wins. So we only play that one on wins. But uh, yeah, uh, shout out to Nice for making that. It's streaming on Spotify as well. Y'all go and check it out. The name of the track is C-Red. Go check it out if you got Spotify. I think it's also on iTunes and Apple Music. So make sure you guys check it out. He's doing good shit over there. Uh, good stat that Adam mentioned with four or five, uh, four of the five starters had five assists or more tonight. Hey, that's a, that's actually a damn good dope-ass stat. And I'm glad that the Bulls did it, man. Bulls taking care of business. I like that the Bulls are taking care of business, man, um, down the stretch of this season. We just got to keep it going, man. They got to play with a lot of heart. Jimmy Sabrinsky says, we're in the 10th seed now with this win tonight. Yep, and we we need to keep playing this way to hold on to it. We cannot let our foot off the gas. We cannot let our foot off the gas. Uh, who you think? Uh, who who you taking to, to go to the Bulls if you could get one person in the NBA? I've, I, I get asked this question a lot, right? There are two. I'm going to give you two answers, right? I'll say this. I'm high on Brandon Ingram, and I think Brandon Ingram on this team would kill. I think that it literally changes. If you were able to to trade DeMar DeRozan and some other players, because it's not going to be DeMar straight up, for Brandon Ingram, you move Patrick Williams back to the three. B.I. at that point's your four, who can stretch the floor, do some things, can be a point forward. I really like that team. And then I'll say this. I'll also say Bobby Porters, because I think Bobby Porters would be the Perfect bench player for this team. Heart, defense, scoring, can play next to Vooch, can play next to P. Will as the center, could do a lot of things. I think Bobby Porters would also be a perfect player for this team as well. Black Prophet in the in the building says, Hayes, here's my question of possible next season. Would you trade uh, DeMar for Jimmy Butler, who is one of my favorite? Oh, bro, easily. And that's not even a shot at DeMar. I would trade Jimmy Butler for DeMar DeRozan and not even question it. Do you need me to drop him off at the UC? Because I got you. I would do that crazy in a second. But it's not going to happen. But I absolutely would do that. Um, email my boy. Look forward to rocking with the new B. Uh, so it's right now it's called Chicago Sports Central. But we're going to change the name of it to Chi-Town Sports uh, Central. 
I think that name is just more flash. Let me know what you guys think. Chicago Sports Central or Chi Town Sports Central. I just think I just like the Chi Town Sports aspect of it a little bit better. Um, but I got to get back to posting Bull Central, uh, Bear Central, Sky Central over there consistently. Uh, the Kanye boys got to get back to posting uh, Shy Bulls podcast over there consistently because we really do want to grow that platform. So Jimmy Butler is definitely a different breed. Dude can't miss. I mean, he can miss. He's had some rough things out there. But I would, as a two-way player, to take off some of that uh, that defensive um, need from like Zach Levine and ease that up. And he's a solid passer. He can score. He's not. He's not much more of a better three-point shooter than Demar Derozan. But I think he will take more of them. But yeah. Oh, my God, yes, I hate that we lost Portis. Watching him play for the Bucks is painful. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. Chi-Town has more flair. That's how I feel about it, too. Um, I know it might, sound, might be unlikely, but if we can get Fred Van Vliet um, and, Pat Be- and play Pat Bev off the bench, I think we would be set on a point guard position. I agree with you. But keep in mind, Fred Van Vliet, is, if he's a free agent this offseason, that means he opted out a contract that's $22 million. He's probably not going to take mid-level exception level uh, type money, which is all the Bulls would have to offer. So I would love Van Vliet, but I don't know. I don't know if it's if it's if it's feasible. Um, but hey, it's up to AK to work that out. Luckily, that's not on me uh, to determine to make a way for that to happen. That is absolutely on uh, on our guys uh, AK and Eversley. See if they can do it, man. Are the Warriors winning? I have no idea. I'm I'm doing this stream. I'm not looking at a game right now. One of the first times I didn't even know the Warriors were playing. Yeah, it looks like they're winning. They're up by four right now with two minutes left in overtime. So, Brandon Stovall says, Rockford dude, all Illinois natives should play for the Bulls that play in the NBA right now. That's I don't know how I don't know how that uh yeah uh, I don't know how that'll work out. But hey, I'm surprised at how bad the Baby Raptors are playing. Listen, bro. I I I, I thought that was going to be definitely a team that went on a run. Omar says, I don't think Bobby Portis would want to come back to Chicago. Listen to J.J. Reddick's podcast. He was on the – oh, no, I agree. I agree. That's why it's just – it was a pie in the sky. That's what I said. It's probably not going to happen. Um, I think that that bridge is quite burnt. I do also like how he he said how the culture of, of the Bulls team at that point was there are a lot of players fighting, right? We all look back at Bobby Portis punching Nikola uh, Miritich uh, or Nico Miritich, but Bobby Portis on that podcast saying that was the culture of the Bulls at that time. There are a lot of fights going on. That's crazy. That's wild. The Kanye boys are shy town. You can come up with something else. What? No, what? They're not shy town. They're shy bulls podcast. What are you talking about? This is completely different. What are you, what are you talking about, JDH? JDH, what do you be smoking, my brother? Like what? Like what? What do you be smoking, bro? He needed to be punched. He was a bum. Well, keep in mind too. It came out that Nico was just somebody who just. It seemed like because keep him. Nobody defended Nico. It seemed like everybody was fed the fuck up with Nico Meritage. So, hey, it is what it is there. Archangel in the building says, uh, really hope we bring back, we bring Pat Bev back and Drummond stays with us. Listen, I think Drummond's going to opt out. I just, when you just look at Drummond, how he's been used or lack thereof, it just feels like, like Drummond's just like, hey, man, I can't wait for this season to be over with. I'm tired of this gum-chewing ass dude, um, but we'll see. (laughs) JDH smokes the same shit as Unk. That's funny. JDH be tripping, bro. Stay go bang, says Levine is playing great right now. I can't wait to see how he starts next season. This man has been averaging 30-plus since the All-Star break. Levine been cooking, right? Levine, Zach Levine has been cooking post-All-Star break, and I hope that he finishes the season off strong. I hope he can go into the offseason and really just focus on 
uh, on things to add to his game and come out firing on all cylinders, you can tell he's no longer worried about the injury. And that that goes a long way in how Zach Levine has been playing. But when you look at it, like post-All-Star break, Zach Levine is averaging 30.7 points per game on 50% shooting from both three point over 50% from both the overall field goal and three-point percentage. That that that's he's killing it right now. This is the Zach Levine we thought we were getting when we gave him uh, a max level contract. So we'll see. Uh, I believe the Pacers and Raptors hold the Bulls' fate for the play-in. They play better seemingly, and it is possible that those uh, two teams will press harder and end up holding the Bulls at the 11 spot. I mean, it's possible, but the Bulls can also control it themselves by just keep winning, right? Just keep winning. To quote Dory from um, <laughs> from uh, Finding Nemo, just keep winning. Just keep winning. That's all we need to do. Just keep winning. Hey, this is off topic, but oh, man, I got a whole video on that. Go check that out, brother. Go over to NBA Central. We got that figured out. Zach has made a huge turnaround in this game as of late. He looks really good. Yeah, he's back to getting to the rim, uh, not shying away from, from contact, all those things. All right, so this is off topic, but I'm tired of the New York Yorkers saying that their piece is better than Chicago style. I went to NYC recently and was disappointed because New York style pizza tastes basic. Did you get a dollar slice? Where did you go? Because it really depends, and it depends on which borough you're in as well. It, it really does. It really does differ. New York pizza isn't all universal. When you go to different boroughs, it's different. I will say this. I, generally, I like Chicago pizza better, but there are times where I just want a New York slice, bro. I'm not even going to lie to you. Triple B says, uh, how likely is it that Chris Fleming gets a head coach job? He deserves one. Well, keep in mind, during the preseason poll, he was voted, I think, first or second as far as assistant coaches that GMs would think would do great as a head coach. It's coming at some point. It's definitely coming for him at some point. JDH says, Zach is fully healthy for the first time in a minute. This is good. Yeah, and he's trusting his body. He's not seeming like he's worried about getting re-injured or anything. That definitely, definitely fixes some things. What do you think of the pairing Zach Levine with Malcolm Brogdon or Derek Wright in the summer? Uh, we need a point guard since Lonzo will be out for a while. I still want to bring Pat Bev back, though. Actually, on my pre-recorded video today, the mailbag episode for today, I talk about point guard options. Malcolm Brogdon, I don't think they're letting him go. I think they're going to hold on to him. Um, we'll see. We'll see. I, I didn't have them on my list. I think that there are better options out there. What up, Hayes family? Next nine games will determine the season, guys. I mean, yeah, especially when you look at we got 15 games left. Nine games is over half of that. So, yeah, I mean, we, I, we, we went over the schedule. Hell, the next six may be what determines it for the Chicago Bulls, to be quite honest with you. The, the next six may be. We may not even make it to the next nine. We got Sacramento, Minnesota, Miami, Philly, Philly, and Portland in the next six. That's going to be tough. That's going to tell a lot for the Chicago Bulls, man. Let's see what we need. Sean in the building says, Caruso, Kobe, or Io, who's more likely to leave in the offseason? Kobe. I'll say Kobe is the most likely out of that bunch to leave, but everyone is a possibility. Do you think we shop Caruso to try to get into the draft? I would. Uh, it also would clear more money for us. I don't think so. I think if we shop Caruso, we're trying to bring in talent now, not necessarily draft another young player. I think we're going to try to bring in some players that we know that can contribute or in the spot right now. That's my personal opinion. I could absolutely be wrong on that, though. Evan Lick says, people be saying point guards they want and not realizing we don't got the money to go get them. Well, Evan, let me keep in mind, when we signed DeMar DeRozan, Lonzo Ball, we had no money technically. You, If you want to get a, a, play, a deal done, you can't keep it. The Bulls will have their $10 million mid-level exception. They can also add $13 million to that if they play their contracts right. They then, on top of that, if they do end up filing for a designated player exception for Lonzo, they can get another $10 million uh, exception to use. 
And but it's it's not even just that. When we signed DeMar DeRozan and Lonzo Ball, we had no cap space. We organized signing trades. So it's always a possibility to get that done, right? It just depends on how motivated is the other team to facilitate that deal with you. But the Bulls can go after free agents. There's absolutely a possibility of that happening this offseason. Cortez in the building says, what up, my guy? Bulls Nation, let's go. That's funny. That is hilarious. Glad to have you in the building, though, bro. Glad to have you. Glad to get this dub. Layla in the building. It's my first time seeing you. I just cheered there. Where, in New York? Or are we talking about somewhere else? We've been having a lot of conversations about a lot of players, a lot of places during this post-game show. So we'll see. Whatever you mean by that. Heaven Lick says, well, damn, you may be the only person I know that knows how the NBA salary cap works. So this, and this isn't to boast. I read, when I decided I was going to do Chicago Bulls Central, I read the CBA, the whole entire CBA, and I took notes. And so I don't, I don't, it's not like I have everything where it's re, easily recallable, but I do have notes on it. Um, so, I mean, there's always some flexibility with that. And the NBA salary cap is a very weird thing. So, um, I mean, there's a possibility it, it will take, it, it will take some work and it will take a team to be interested in what you have to offer, but the bulls can, they can make some things happen if they choose to. And the big homie says at the end of the day, Marco may be what we need, or he may be a bust, but bro, they have to play him to see what we have in him. Agreed. Like there can, Marco is not going to gain anything left from the G league. You have to see what you have in Marco Simonovich by giving the kid a, an opportunity and chance in the actual NBA. There are players that are worse defensively than Marco Simonovich that still get minutes, but they don't have the scoring upside or the rebounding upside of a Marco Simonovich. Let's see what we got in the kid, man. Let's see what we got in him. Spicy Butter in the building says, uh, little bro, Bulls look good. Coaching scares me. Hey, bro, I, I, I'm right there with you, bro. I'm right there with you. Sco coaching absolutely has some concerns for me. Like, I, I would be lying if I didn't say it. But, you know, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. I do like the way that Billy Donovan has been coaching up the defense. I do like Billy Donovan's defensive schemes the last three or four games here, even in some losses. He's had some pretty solid schemes. I don't think that he – he comes in with solid schemes. He doesn't necessarily adjust in a way that it keeps that up once teams adjust to what he's doing. But – you know, no, nobody's perfect. He damn sure isn't. He damn sure isn't. Uh, 2025 Bulls, Chris Fleming head coach, Lonzo Ball assistant coach he owes. God damn. That is hilarious. That is funny. Crazy me says uh, agreed. I don't know which one you're agreeing to, but I'm glad that you, whatever I said, I'm glad you agree with it. Oh, man. Black Prophet says, all right, Hayes, you can only keep two of the four. Who would you keep? Kobe, Io, Pat Bev, or J uh, Javante Green? Pat Bev for sure. I'm going to say Kobe. I'm going to say Kobe. Even though we don't have a Kobe on this. We don't have Kobe cheese, but we do have a Kobe white. And I'll say Kobe. That's tough, though. That, that man, it, it really it really depends on what the rest of the roster looks like, in my opinion. We have game back of Toronto, too, and only one game back of the Hawks. Yeah, I mean, the Bulls can technically have a nice run. Like, they have the capability of, of going up. I just don't know if they're going to. Pat Bev was uh, strangling Billy's arm, pulling him around near the end of the game. That's funny. Uh, I'm glad we resigned Justin Lewis. I'm, I seriously wanted to see him play this season. Sucks he got hurt. Yeah, but the Bulls maintain being invested in him for sure. So if you could, would you trade Kobe for D? Hell no. 
No, no. I love D Rose, and I want to see him be back in the Bulls uniform at some point. But we get, we got to, we, we. I don't want to see any more vanity shit. Like we need to improve this roster drastically before we worry about the vanity shit. Like signing Derrick Rose is a vanity project. That's something that looks good. We'll sell some jerseys and we'll feel good to see him back in the Bulls jersey. But it doesn't. It doesn't really add much to winning. So. Um, I need us to take care of the other things first. We can worry about the rest later. Triple B says, is Wu out for the season? Listen, it's looking that way, man. He's supposed to be reevaluated in two weeks or three weeks, but we only got like three weeks left in the season. I don't think he. I don't think he's coming back. I just don't. Yo, Hayes, do you ever go home opening nights? Well, I will be the opener for the Chicago Sky. I'll be there. The home opener for the Sky this year, I'll be there. Um, I Now that I do this, it's been more difficult to go to Bulls games only because – the way that I look at it is that now if I go to a Bulls game, I'm technically taking away from the channel uh, because I can't do a post-game show in that case. Like, So uh, I, I don't know, man. I want to go to more games next year, but then uh, – and but that's part of the reason why um, – that is part of the reason why Steve-O is here because I, I am going to go to more things, and Steve-O will step in for me. So, Hayes, what's your opinion on the Bulls training staff? Why do players so injury-prone? Well, keep in mind – and I think sometimes people forget that the the Chicago Bulls training team, or I'm not training, medical staff, it, it they don't do surgeries, they don't diagnose, they don't come up with recovery plans. Those are outside doctors. Now, as far as the training staff, which is different, it'd be it, I don't think that training staff can really avoid the injuries that we've seen. Like, there's not much that you can do to avoid knee injuries by training. Like, it just it's a freak thing. It sucks. We suck. It's well, we don't suck. It sucks that we've seen uh, as many injuries as what we have. Agree, agree wholeheartedly with JDH here. D-Rose is nostalgia. That's it. Yeah. Kobe White is a better player than D-Rose right now. I would keep uh, Jay Green and Kobe. I like Green's versatility and his hustle. I would keep Kobe because he has improved each year he's been in the league. Uh, he's improved things of his game. There's still some other things, man. Still some other things. But, all right, y'all. That's it for the live stream for today, man. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, especially on your weekend and supporting the channel as we are continuing to grow. Thanks for getting us to 11Ks. We're going to continue to grow the platform. But let's go ahead and do this officially. Make sure you guys follow the show at Bulls Central Pod on every social media platform. You can also send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, bullscentralpod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text message and or voicemail to do so, 773-270-2799. Keep in mind, Tomorrow is a mailbag day. So if you want to get in any mailbag questions to ride out with uh, after this game or anything else surrounding the Chicago Bulls, call or text that number so you can get in and be included in the mailbag episode. But that is it for today. I love you guys, man. Go Bulls. See Red, man. I love you guys. You guys mean the world to me. You're the best part of this channel. I'm out, y'all. Peace. Let's go ahead and play. Let's play the winning outro as well. Let's go. Wait a second. Did somebody delete my outro? No. Bam, we out this mug. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Breaks Breaks. 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 Breaks